You know, this gospel, if we understand it more at these backgrounds, we could uh, somehow feel the, the deeper impact of the gospel. Napakaganda nitong gospel na ito. Eh. Let me help you, okay? Obviously, there are three characters that we have here, okay? That two are speaking. That's Jesus, the centurion, and the servant or slave. So let's not talk, talk about Jesus. Let's talk about the centurion, the slave, or the servant. The Roman army is composed of legions. A legion is composed of 6,000 men. And a legion is composed of 100 centuries. 100 centuries. No, 60 centuries. Each century is composed of 100 men. So 60 times hundred is six thousand a centur uh, a century is the one who is charged of this is a centurion so he takes care of hundred men he is responsible for the discipline of this man it is said that this is the cement that holds the roman army the, the centurion because he is reliable he is usually a uh, he has been in the service of the Roman army for so long. So that gives you a picture of the centurion in today's gospel. The slave in the Roman Empire was nothing more than a thing. The master could do anything with, with him or her. Pag nagkasakit niyan, pwede na i-dispose na yan. Uh, an early Christ, uh, writer, Roman writer was saying that <clears throat> The only difference that slaves have over tools, ginagabit sa farm, is that they speak. They can speak. The articulate ones, as contrasted with the inarticulate ones. Ani na wakasalita kung ano maya piko man yan o ano martilyo man yan ginagamit. So that's how masters look at their slaves, things. But the remarkableness of this man, the centurion in today's gospel, is he didn't look at his slave but his servant in this way. And this surely was the reason why our Lord admired this man. Different from any other Roman. The way he treats this. He was grieved. He was so concerned. I don't want this slave or this servant of mine to suffer, to die even. Lord, can you heal him? Anybody who loves another man, another woman, another ape, a neighbor is close to Jesus. That's what first and foremost costs our Lord to really admire this guy. Secondly, why did uh, the centurion tell Jesus, you don't have to go into my house, you just speak the words? Two, two reasons, two meanings we can give to this. First, a Jew was never allowed to go into the house of a Gentile because if he or she does, he or she is, becomes impure. And he or she needs to be purified in the temple. And daming 
daming kailangan gawin. It's a disinconvenience for the Jew to have entered a Gentile's house. We'll go through this ritual of purification. See, the centurion understood this. The centurion knew this. Kaya sabi niya, wag na po sabihin niyo na lang at gagaling na ang aking slave, ang aking servant. But more remarkable, why did the centurion had that faith in Jesus? He must have known about Jesus. He must have heard about Jesus that he could say, Lord, heal my servant. That is faith. That even with your words, you can heal my servant. That's why in my introduction I said, the centurion, a gentile, an unbeliever in Jesus in our God, becomes an example raised up to us to follow. First, in his love. Hindi nag-discriminate. Kahit slave ko yan, mahal ko yan. Secondly, because of his faith. Who would, who would believe that this man, unknowing of any Jesus at the time, would have heard of him, would have admired him, would have believed in him, and said, pagalingin niyo po ang aking servant. Love and faith. This is what the centurion has shown to us, is showing to us. It's not surprising then, my dear brothers and sisters, that his words are forever embedded in our liturgy. Diba? Bago tayo mag-communion, anong sinasabi natin? Lord, it is not worthy for you to come under my roof, but only say the word, and I will be healed. Because He is coming into us in communion. See, a gentle, a non-believer, words, His words are now embedded forever in the Roman Catholic liturgy at the Eucharist pa. As we continue with our Advent observance, first and foremost, He becomes this example. Love and faith. May we grow in love for others, for God of course. May we grow in our faith. These two are necessary for us. As we go through this Advent season, as we go through Christmas season, as we go through life, we ask that our Lord increase both in us, love and faith. Amen. Let us all rise.